thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. And we are setting our faith with yours for you to receive answers for your life, for you to receive help for your life, for you to receive healing. Amen. For you to receive all your needs met. And that's why we're here today because we believe in the Word. Amen. We invite you, become a student today. Get your Bible, get your notepad, pen, pencil, a device. Uh, follow along with us. Take notes on what God would say to you. Amen. Yes. Why? Because you need, we need to hold fast yes. to what yes. he says to us. We've been looking at something that Brother Norval Hayes, who was a preacher in, uh, on faith and healing, precious man of God, and um, we're looking at something God said to him because in his testimony, we find our help. We find Amen. our answers. Amen. His daughter, Brother Norval's daughter, years ago, she was when she was in her teens, she had 46 growths that grew on her hands. And you can imagine how difficult that would be for a teenager to have to live with that. And so being raised in the denominational church, he knew nothing about faith. He knew nothing about believing God for healing. He was just doing all he knew to do. And he'd say, God, heal her. And he would just pray, Every day, God, heal my daughter. God, heal my daughter. Heal my daughter. And he did it for years, several years in a row. One day as he was walking through his living room, he had taken one step in the living room and the next step he took into heaven. He had the experience of being translated. He went to heaven and uh, his spirit left his body. And before him stood Jesus. And Jesus was helping him because he was doing all he knew to do, but he didn't know enough. And so Jesus stood in front of him on this occasion and he said to him, how long are you going to put up with those gross in your daughter's body? How long? How long? Yeah. How long? Yeah. You know, you know how long problems stay as long as we let them. Oh yeah. 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 And so I love, I love Brother Norville's spectacular response. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I, just, I just love, I love, love, love that because we hear ourselves in yes. that, don't yes. we? Again, Jesus stated, he said, I said, <laughs> how long are you going to put up with those gross in your daughter's body? If you will curse those things in my name, they will die and disappear. There's power in that name. If you will believe and not doubt, just like I did with the fig tree, talk to it. Talk, that's a mountain in your life. Talk to it. 
tell it what you want done and it will obey you. Yes. Yes. If you do it in my name. Amen. Curse the roots of those gross. They will die and wither away and disappear if you will believe and not doubt. Yes. So this is the work of God of, that we do. We believe. This, yes. is the, yes. this is the work of the Christian. Believe. Yes. Believe. Yes. Believe. What yes. are we believing? We believe in God's, God's ability yes. and His power yes. that does the work. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. So as we had said, listen, we've been preaching on this for several episodes. Go back and watch previous ones if you have not already seen them because we say different things in the different episodes. We do repeat much of the same truths, but it's because we want it to get in you. So we, we were making this statement, how long are we going to have something in our life? Well, we'll have everything we put up with. Yes. And our life is a picture of what we're putting up with. Our lives are full of what we're putting up with. And we need to stop and take inventory and say, ask ourselves, what? we need to do that, recognize yes. what we're putting up with. Yes. Ask ourselves, what am I putting up with that I don't want in my life anymore? Yes, yes that pertains to sickness and disease, but yes. that pertains to your marriage, your business, your yes. children, your home, your mind, yes. it re- it, your finances. It refers yes. to every arena. What are you putting up with? Because it can all change when you're done putting up with it. You know why it stays? Because we're not done putting up with it. It And you say, well, how long will that be? How long will it take? A moment. A moment to decide I'm done putting up with that. Amen. As I said, as I said on the previous episode, um, if you put up, if you put up with a, a back full of pain, it, it'll, yeah. it'll stay. Yeah. It, if you give it a choice, it'll stay. Yeah. If you give a crooked leg a choice, it'll stay crooked. Yeah. You, you give, you give a, a missing part a choice, it'll stay missing. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. If we, what we don't resist has permission to stay. Yeah. The life of faith is a life of resisting. Right. It's resisting yeah. God, yes. but uh, holding fast yes. to God. Excuse me, resisting the devil, holding fast to God. Resist the devil, hold fast to God. This is is the life of the believer. Amen. Amen. Um, I remember years ago, I I had been, oh my goodness, I was in my early 20s. I hadn't been saved a a short time. And I was having, you know, uh, some back pain. And I said to God, I said, why don't you just go ahead and heal me? Meaning... (laughs) the statement of ignorance the question of ignorance why don't you just go ahead and heal me in other words I'm I'm saying you know I'm waiting on you how many times we we do that we we take that posture I'm waiting on God and so you know what God answered to me he said you're not hurting bad enough Now, it, did he send hurt? No. Did he send pain? No. But you got to listen to the rest of the statement. He said, you're not hurting bad enough because if you were, you'd do something about this. You'd do something. Why? I knew better, but I was willing to shift it off to him. I was trying to shift my part to him. To him. He can't do my part. He can't do your part. Why? Because we're authorized and empowered to do our part. 
So um, I was, he was basically telling me, you're putting up with things. Right. Yeah. And you know what I did? I, I, I just got all in with the word yes. against yes. that thing, yes. against yes. that pain. Yes. And within just days, it was all gone. Yes. Why? Because I quit putting up with it. The Hebrews, remember when God delivered his people out of Egypt, he yes. told him, he says, I have a land for you. Yes. He yes. took them from slavery and intended to turn them into landowners. They're not anymore just a slave on another man's land that they didn't own. He took them from slavery to ownership. That's what his plan held for them. And not only just owning any land, the best land, the land that flowed with milk and honey is what he said, you see. And uh, he gave it to them. But they just had to show up with their faith and lay claim to what he had already completed in their behalf. So he led them out of Egypt, of course, delivered them through the path of the Red Sea, and that was the path God chose for them to take. Then they had to journey through wilderness to go into that promised land, but they got stuck in the wilderness. Why? Doubt caused them to stop moving forward. And for 40 years, they just hung out in the wilderness on just over the hill from the promised land. The promised land was in view. They were in proximity of the promised land. They were in proximity for 40 years, but never arrived. Things can be within view. Yes. Yes. Things can be within proximity of our faith. But until we use our faith, until we speak to things, we don't arrive. Amen. Why did they not arrive? They put up with the lifestyle that the wilderness gave them. They were okay to keep, keep wearing the same clothes every day. Seriously. How do we know they wore the same clothes every day? The Bible said their clothes didn't wear out. Their shoes didn't wear out. They received sustaining miracles in a place that robbed them of the best. God wasn't just trying to sustain them day by day by day. He was trying to give them, bring them into a land that flowed with abundance. They didn't, that, but they, were, they lived off of manna every day. Thank God for that mercy of God. But notice it only lasted a day. If they gathered more than one day's worth, it spoiled, it rotted. So God met them with miracles to sustain them. But he didn't intend that they could only have enough for the day. He intended for them to quit putting up with yes. wilderness yes. living. Yes, yes. Amen. So good. Go into the promised land yes. where there's abundance. You got more than enough for every day. It won't rot at the end of the day. Yes. That's right. They were in proximity. They were in proximity. They were close, but they just never entered in. You can sit in a church 
and be in proximity of your healing. You can be in proximity of this broadcast. But it still calls for your words of faith. It still calls for you to talk to mountains. It still calls for you to speak to things. That whole first generation that was delivered out of Egypt, they put up with wilderness living. But the second generation said, we're done here. And when they would no longer put up with it, they stood up on God's word. They stood up on what God said to them and they went in and they took it. It's not enough to just enjoy the comfort that we get in proximity of God's blessings. Let's go into the fullness. Live in the land. It's our land. Live in the land of healing. Live in the land of prosperity. It's ours. It's ours. It's ours. Amen. Hallelujah. So how do we just put up with uh, being in, so to speak, wilderness living when we're waiting for God to do something. Waiting for God, waiting for God, just waiting. I'm, I'm just waiting. You can die waiting. You can go broke just waiting. You go hungry just waiting. Well, I'm waiting on God. Well, the only thing is if he's waiting on us, and he is waiting on us. He is waiting on us that we can, we can stay in a place God never intended us to occupy. Amen. God never intended us to occupy, uh, be, occupy a seat of, of sickness or disease or lack. He never intended that. He never intended. So if I'm experiencing that, that means I'm, I'm not recognizing that I'm putting up with some things. I need to recognize what am I putting up with? Am I putting up with an unrenewed mind? Am I putting up with lack of interest? Of, of entering and laying hold of what he's already made mine? Sometimes we just need to uh, stir our desire up. Yes. Um, Mark eleven twenty three. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, this is Jesus speaking, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Verse 23 is telling us this. Things will obey you. Talk to them. That's in a nutshell what verse 23 means. Things will obey you. Talk to them. Verse 24, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So verse 23 tells us things will obey you. Talk to them. Now, verse 24 says, now get your desires met. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. What it tells us how to get our desires met. Mm-hmm. No more mountain, no more that mountain stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Get it removed. Yes. Live in the live in the land of our desires. Yes. Yes. Because verse twenty four is telling us how yes. to get our desires met. Yes. If our desires aren't met. Do, do verse 24. Yes. Yes. Right. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus was telling Brother Norval, the reason those growths are living on her body is because you haven't talked to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Look, at, look at our life. What's living on our life that should not be living on our life? We have to turn our mouths loose. 
We have to, we have to make our mouth do its work. Yes. 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 The work of saying what God says. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We look at this. God is so good. He doesn't even make us come up with the words. <laughs> we don't even have to author the words, come up with them. He authored them and said, say this. Say this. It's a no-fail system if we'll do it. Amen. Hallelujah. So speak to the mountain. Now, again, I want, us, I want us to go back. Let's get your Bible. Follow along with us. Mark, let's go to Mark 11 and look at verse 22. And Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. Now, if we go to the Greek, the New Testament was originally written in Greek. The, the Greek literally says, have the faith of God. Yes. It's not just random faith that you have that came from some random source. Your faith came from God himself. It's, the, it's God's own faith that's in you if you're born again. His own faith is in you. Can it not accomplish his work? Sure it can. So Jesus is answering and saith unto them, have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. If you're born again, you have his faith in you. Yes. Now do something with it. Yeah. Feed it. Yes. yes. Strengthen it. Yes. yes. Cause it to cause it to grow strong. And then you have to also release it. Mm -hmm. So verse 22 is telling them have faith. Mm -hmm. Verse 23, he says, "For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now notice this. Uh, Jesus brought this out to Brother Hagen and he said, notice this relative to you saying something. It, we're commanded three times in this verse. Say, say, say. Amen. One time we're commanded believe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And Jesus said this to Brother Hagen. People primarily are not missing it in what they're believing. They're missing it in not saying. Yeah. That's right. They're not saying right. what they believe. Amen. So good. Amen. And he Amen. said, then Jesus said to Brother Hagen, you will have to preach more on the saying side mm -hmm. than you will on the believing side to get people to see it. Yes. Because see, people are just thinking, well, I just believe God's going to do something. No, it's by saying, yes. you saying, yes. you saying. Yes. Yes. And he said, you'll have to preach on the saying side three times as much as you yeah. preach on the believing yeah. side, one right. to three. Yes. Yes. That's the ratio yes. to get people to see it. Right. Amen. Because Jesus said, my people primarily, they're, not, they're missing it because they're not saying. That's right. right. One day, the Spirit of God, these words came out of me, the last phrase, he shall have whatsoever he saith. He shall have. Isn't that what the word yes. said? Yes. He shall yes. have whatsoever he saith. And then up from my spirit came these words, the more you say it, the more you have it. Yes. The less you say it, yes. the less you have it. Yes. We measure the having by our saying. Yes. Amen. 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 
How the measure that we have something is determined by how much we say it. Amen. Amen. Now, if you're saying and no having is taking place, go back to verse 22. Go back to verse 22. Have the faith of God. Notice faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I believe it's, I want to say it's uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3, that said, Paul said, your faith groweth exceedingly. Your faith groweth. Um, Yeah, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, I'm going to read it real, real quick. It says, we are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly. So your faith grows. Your faith grows. So if you're doing verse 23 and you're talking, make sure verse 22 is in place that you're feeding your faith so it can grow. Feed it on the word. Feed it on the word. Feed it on the word. You see, saying works when you're saying it full. When you're your faith, when you're full of the word, yes. your saying works. Yes. To say it on, to say it empty mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is to really have words that miss the mark. They miss the mark. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Take time to feed the word in your spirit. Take time. Every day, just take time to pour in that word. Why? Because then your saying will be more effective. Your saying will, will, will be full of the faith that God, God's power meets. Amen. Hallelujah. If we're talking to situations and they aren't changing, the primary reason, not the only reason, but the primary reason is doubt. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love something and, and see doing verse 22 have the faith of God yeah. have, feed it, feed it yes. nurture it, mm-hmm. feed it on the word of God um, go back to that you can't just do all saying and no feeding of your faith right. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Uh, I love something that Dr. Lester Summerall would sign off on his broadcast by saying Feed your faith and starve your doubts to death. I love it. Feed your faith, starve your doubts. Amen. Amen. Feeding yourself on the faith of God's word will run doubt out. Amen. Then your then your faith works. I said then your faith works. Jesus said, "Talk to mountains. Talk to them. Don't just think they'll leave on their own. They won't." They, they will accumulate on their own, but they won't leave on their own. <laughs> right? They won't leave on their own. They leave because we tell them to. We tell them to. And I speak to those of you right now with pain in your body, symptoms in your body, disease in your body. I say, you take, Satan, you take your hands off God's property. You take your hands off their bodies. You take your hands off their backs, off the organs of their bodies. You take your hands off their arms and their legs, off their minds. You take your hands off them in Jesus' name. And Father, we receive that power, the power of that name that does the work. We receive that power and we receive our healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Just right where you're at, say, I receive it. 
I receive it. I receive it. And remember this until next time, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. Colossians tells us that Jesus spoiled, defeated, and stripped Satan in his total conquest and victory over him. The timeless truths in this book answer it, reveal how to answer every opposition, and the steps to take to exit times of testing. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, she teaches how God wants us to know His power that is in our direction. It belongs to us. We cannot live the life God authored for us without His power. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We invite you to join us for our annual prayer conference here at World Harvest Church in Marietta, California, April 4th through the 6th. For more information, visit our website at thefraneministries.org. God has provided a way for His children to have ongoing visitations from Him. But many Christians don't recognize these visitations. Your life will be changed as you meditate on the revelations in this book, Visitations from God by Nancy Dufresne. Order your copy now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you would like to share a testimony or let us know how this ministry has blessed you, we would love to hear from you. Please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. God offers you His thoughts. Take them. This life-changing book by Nancy Dufresne, a sound, disciplined mind, will instruct you on how to do that. God's words will reach into your everyday life, transforming it. It will lift you from a commonplace into the supernatural. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Dufresne Ministries Miracle Crusade in Tulsa, Oklahoma at The Rock Church, April 16th through the 20th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. It is possible to live untroubled and undisturbed even in the presence of the enemy. In this book, by Nancy Dufresne, Peace, Living Free from Worry, she teaches how to close the door to worry, fear, and doubt. Order now at DufresneMinistries.org. In the book, Victory Over Grief and Sorrow, Nancy Dufresne shares from firsthand experience how even death is no match for the mighty force of peace that is available to every believer. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org.
If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at defrayministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.